Season 3, Episode 13 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Ortega. Got some things to talk about, and hopefully, I'm going to run a few ideas by you guys and see what you think. But here's what I think. I should let Mr. Billy Doggett do his thing right about now. city of Bridgeport is looking for a police chief. Where have you been, Mayor Gannon? Mayor Gannon, I beg your pardon. You needed one for a year. You named an acting chief. Now you have begun the process of finding a brand spanking new police chief for the city of Bridgeport. I applaud you. Here's what the people of the city of Bridgeport would like to see in our soon-to-be new police chief. And by the way, they all, like you and I and every other mortal out there, have to apply for the job. They have to apply. They got to walk in. They got to say, hey, I'd like to apply for a job like me and you do. You know how it works. You go to a job. They have openings. You got to apply. Apply for a job. You know, don't sit there and say, hey, you know, I'm going to call the mayor and I'm going to call somebody and I'm going to call somebody in the city and say, hey, hook me up with a job. That police chief's job. No. You're just like me, you, and a dog named Boo. Go and apply. You want to apply online? Have your resume ready. You want to go through improper channels? They're going to tell you something like this. Go down to the city. Go down to the Civil Service Commission and apply. Take the test. Take the chief's test. Do all that stuff. And people in the city of Bridgeport, if you're a captain or any of that, apply. Don't make it out to be a show of favoritism. Apply like every other person does when they're looking for a job. And because you have to apply, like I will say it again and again and again, 
like every other human being does, you have to show your qualifications and you have to say, I'm the right person for this job. Then you have to show that you could take the civil service test, pass it, pass it. I'm not going to say flying colors, but pass it at police chief's score and experience and however that stuff works. I took a civil service test. I sucked at it. But know how. You have to not only go in there, apply. Nobody cares about your charm and your good looks. Apply. Go and apply for the job of police chief of the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's a five-year contract from what I have been told lucrative benefits and so forth, a pension plan that you and any other person out there could get. It is simple, to the point, it's been made public. So, what do I like to see in a police chief that I can sit there and say, okay, I think this guy is qualified for the job. Well, simple. Know what the hell you're doing. Know that you can run a department the way you feel you can run it. Don't be a lackey. Don't go out there and do anything that the mayor says. You are a law enforcement official. You've had an abundance of experience at a job being a police officer. You know what the hell you're doing. Go in there and do the job that you're asked. Do the job that you passed the test Got that five-year contract. I think it's a five-year term, too, but who knows. And tell the people what you want from the city. Like I said last week when I, um, about the mayor running for um, re-election, candidates and so forth, have an idea. Have something that people could feel and say, yeah, this guy's, you know, going to do all right. He's going to do pretty good at this job. He's going to be the guy that we want to see represent our city. Then you'll get somewhere. Compare, let's say, Bridgeport, New Haven, Hartford, Waterbury, all kinds of homicides and so forth. It's it's amazing that some cities do have high homicides rates. We do. We have very high homicides rates. And the fact of the matter is, in 2021, there were 2,000 403 offenses. You know what the majority of of offenses are in the city of Bridgeport? 718. Those are motor vehicle thefts. Think about that for a moment. 718 people would rather steal a car than anything else in a city. You would rather go to jail. Now, I'm going to say this very calmly, not condoning it. You would rather steal a car, go to jail for it, and joyride with it? Come on. The next one by a distant second was burglary, breaking an entry. That's 429. Robberies, 418. Theft of a vehicle. Actual theft of a vehicle is 352. 306 aggravated assaults. Theft of a moving parts accessory is 103. Forcible rape, 46. Murder, 20 homicides. Possible sodomy is 11. Now, with all this talk about shootings and so forth, out of 2,403 offenses, 
20 homicides, that's less than 1% of the offenses in the city of Bridgeport. Think about that for a moment. We're all complaining about all kinds of shootings in Bridgeport. The biggest offense, motor vehicle theft, is at 718. And if my calculations are right, that's about 40% of the offenses in the city of Bridgeport. 40% burglary and breaking an entry is about 25%. About 20% is robbery. But murder and non-negligent homicide is 20 is less than 1%. Less than 1%. I mean, really? We're going to com- complain about uh, shootings in the city of Bridgeport? And I know what people are going to say. Carlos, you know, you don't hear the shootings in my part of town. Yes, I do. I do hear them. And unless you have a homicide in that area that I haven't heard lately, then please tell me about it. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you got to be kidding. You got to be nuts. You got to be nuts to say, oh, Bridgeport is bad. Think about that. 25 people were killed in 2021 in New Haven. I mean, seriously, you're complaining about all kinds of shootings in Bridgeport. This is what we have. 20 homicides. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to sit there and belabor this point. 35 homicides in 2020 in Hartford. 35 homicides. 2021, 35 homicides. It was a 40% increase. That's the capital city. And I see all you saying, oh my God, we got to do something about this crime. Got to do something about these shootings. But think about it. You know, New Haven, Hartford, I haven't even brought up Waterbury either. And I know they got their fair share of crime too. But if you're going to discuss certain cities, and Bridgeport gets a lot of talk about it. They get a lot of talk about homicides and so forth. Hey, capital city is 35. New Haven had 25. I don't know what it is now. And I honestly don't care what it is now. I really don't care. Because here's another thing about crime and what you all are talking about it and you talk about crime as far as you know what are you going to do about it you know what are you going to do about it okay the city of chicago where i have family at had at least 800 homicides in 2021 800 so think about that for a moment well you're talking about Bridgeport and all the shootings that's been going on. The city of Chicago, Illinois, the city with big shoulders, had at least 800 homicides. 800. A with two zeros. So all you people talking about, oh, look, look at all the shootings that are going on. Tell that to the people in Chicago. They have it tough. A little tougher than us. So the next person who's going to be the city's police chief better do something about all crime, not just the shootings, it's the assaults, the robberies, the auto thefts, all crime. It's got to be focused on. So whoever will be nominated or gets the job, whoever Mayor Gannon picks, he better pick a person who actually can do the job in solving all of our problems when it comes to crime. 
in the city of Bridgeport. A lot more after this. All the German lights. This is it. The night of nights. No more rehearsing and nursing upon. We know every card by heart. All the German lights. This is it. We'll hit the heights. And oh, what heights we'll hit. On with the show. This is it. To our new customers, MNT Bank. If you haven't noticed lately, the MNT signs are up of formerly People's Bank, People's United Bank. MNT bought People's Bank for billions of dollars. The city of Bridgeport withdrew thirty million of that dollars out of People's United Bank. Many people formerly working at People's United Bank were ceremoniously laid off. First of all, I will say, welcome M&T Bank. You are stationed in Buffalo, New York. People's United Bank has been an institution here in Bridgeport. Been here for the pretty much all my life. My kid life, my teenage life, my adult life. I never banked with People's United Bank, but this purchase came with controversy. The bank not only bought out, merged with People's United Bank, they also had big, as I mentioned, situation. The city of Bridgeport has a, had, I should say, a lot of money in the bank. Therefore, it's you know reasonable to say that they were not happy with the purchase of M&T Bank. So they withdrew their money. That's their right. They could withdraw the money if they wanted to. They, you know, just not giving any type of notice and so forth is not, you know, the right way to do it. But here's the thing. Like I said about the mayor hiring a police chief, and I'm also going to say this about M&T Bank. I know they have a very big around here local corporate reputation that they have of getting sponsorships and so forth. They have that in their hip pocket. But M&T Bank has something of a credibility issue here in Bridgeport. Uh, according to what I read in the paper, what I read in the paper also, the purchase of People's United Bank didn't go well and didn't sit well with the mayor. Hence, he withdrew the money from the bank. It also meant that the bank itself has to regain the trust of the citizens of the city of Bridgeport. Now, people, when it was People's United Citizens of the city of Bridgeport, decided, you know, I'm going to pull my account. I'm going to go to some other bank. And that's their right. That's their right to do that. They can say, hey, I'm not going to bank with this bank. So M&T, they got to do um, what we all call retail politics as far as its reputation is concerned. They got to go out and they got to tell people, hey, you know, we're a new bank. We could do this. We can do that, you know, and so forth. They got to get the trust of the city back because when you hear of things about buyouts and uh, who can do this and who did that, 
how come this bank bought that bank and how come we didn't get notified of what went on with this and so forth. That's the type of situation that you need. And I say you need to resolve yourself. And I'm talking about M&T Bank. You're here. You are now a part of the city. You're going to take down those signs and put M&T instead of People's United Bank. I've not seen it yet. I've not seen people, you know, just say, um, go out into this community and say, I represent M&T Bank. Nice to meet you. I know you used to bank at People's Bank, and we would like to have your um, service back. You know, be nice about it. Try to be nice about it. Don't try to be, hey, I'm not going to talk to these guys. It's not about talking to these guys. It's about regaining the trust that you lost because People's United Bank was bought out by you. You had those closed-door meetings. Shh, don't say anything about it. You had them. You told the people at People's United Bank, don't say anything about it until the official buyout is done or purchase, merger, whatever the hell they call it. So that's what happened. Don't say anything. Don't say anything about it. Don't. Don't you say anything. (laughs) It happened. It happens every single day in business. Somebody's going to get bought out. Somebody's going to purchase 50.1% of the company. They own it. Then they're going to buy the other people out. It happens. It happened to be your bank. Your bank was the bank that was bought out. And unfortunately, the mayor and the city of Bridgeport did business with People's United Bank. And they punished them as soon as they heard of the buyout and say, hey, get our money out of there. So now, I don't know where the city's banking these days. The city has to listen to people at M&T. Just listen. You don't have to, you know, say yay or nay and get it through the city council. Just listen to them. Just listen to what they have to say. How could you buy an institution founded here and put your name on it, put your building on it, put your people in there, not keep our people, all that. And that's another thing. They laid off a lot of people because they're going to bring their own people in here, which means a lot of people are going to be moving from wherever M&T Bank's offices were. Last I checked, they were in Buffalo, New York. And that's going to be another thing. Another thing that all people are very disappointed about with M&T Bank. A lot of people are laid off. Now, granted, they can get other jobs at other banks and other lending institutions and so forth. But a lot of people spent pretty much most of their life in their career and was then People's United Bank. And they have to get a severance pay, layoff slip, what have you. And they got to go out there and look for another job. That's a harsh reality that people have to go through. Still going on today, and it's never going to end. But one thing is certain about this whole buyout, People's United Bank, or merger, whatever you want to call it, is that not only are the people going to lose their jobs, they're going to get more jobs. They're going to get another job. 
at another lending institution and so forth, another bank. So they'll be fine, some of them. Not a lot of people are. They spent their majority of their life getting up every morning, working at 9 to 5 to go to People's Bank, People's United Bank, and now they can't go to M&T Bank because M&T Bank decided, well, we're going to hire our own people. They can move down here too, which means it's good that housing is going to be on the rise. People are going to live in the Bridgeport area, but it doesn't change the fact that M&T Bank, despite the merger, has a lot of work to do with the citizens and the mayor of the city of Bridgeport. Like the police chief, you got to come in here and you got to set a tone and you got to tell them, look, we are here. Let's hear you out. Tell us what we need to do to get that reputation back with you. And what I mean by that is have them as a lending institution for the city. Hey, M&T Bank's got lots of dollars to give away. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be hard either, but they will hear you out. I have no inside information. I don't know if they're going to give away a trillion dollars like that. I don't think they have a trillion dollars, but they'll give away some money for the city and help the city out if they can. All it takes is, hey, have a seat. Let's talk about it. I got a cup of joe from Dunkin' Donuts. Starbucks, you like Starbucks? Oh, here, go ahead. That's all it takes. Sitting down, talking, because M&T Bank is here. They're not going anywhere. And you all have to cooperate no differently than the bank does. So please, do your best, have a chat, and more importantly, get along. Because that's more important than anything else. Get along. Let's hope you do. I'll have more after this. I was talking about, you know, my wheels are turning about how I can improve this show. I'm a you know, just be, you know, spitballing a few things and so forth. You know, I've tried a few things. I've had guests. And every year I'm trying to improve the show, trying to make it better, trying to make it feasible to me and so forth so I can you know, get people's attention. If that's the way it's supposed to be. But one thing is, is that, you know, I always tell you people, you know, go to worldpress.com, go to that site, hear my shows, make comments, you know, you know, leave comments and so forth. Just tell me how you feel and tell me you, you want to see me do different things and so forth. I'll listen. I'm not going to be a dummy. You guys are the reason why I do this. It's just me every year trying to look for stuff not controversial not anything out of the way but things that we all could what i mean by we all i mean me could say hey i want to introduce this i want to talk about a lot of other things because there are lots of things to talk about like i like going to the movies 
I saw Morbius. It stunk. It was terrible. Why did I see that movie? Why? I sat through that movie, had a soda, had a chicken tender, fries. They gave me free peanut M&Ms. I saw that trek. It was horrible. So I want to talk about that. And I did. Jared Leto should stick to being the Joker. And he should be in the movie that I just spitballed it out when I saw Jared Leto play Morbius, the next Joker franchise. Call it the rise of Jack Napier. The guy who shot, if you believe, the Jack Nicholson character in the first Batman movie, Bruce Wayne's mom, Bruce Wayne's father. He shot him. Have you ever danced with the devil on a pale moonlight? How do I remember that line? <laughs> That's all. Just sit there and just picture this for a moment. Right through the flight, the first 10 15 minutes of the movie, you know the movie is going to stink. Literally stink. You're not sitting there just to watch the movie. You're sitting there saying, why am I watching this? Well, because you got food and soda to drink and you want to see if the movie is going to get better. And it didn't. It did not get better. And that's the one thing that really pissed me off about seeing a movie like that. You want it to get better and it doesn't. I want to talk about things like that. Talk about things like that. Easter is coming up. Do you actually go Easter egg hunting? Do you actually take Good Friday off if they ask you to work? Now, a lot of people do work on Good Fridays. I take, for instance, restaurants. Restaurants are always open on Good Friday. That's something that you... Don't know. People do work on Good Friday. Supermarkets work on Good Friday. Convenience stores work on Good Fridays. Diners work on Good Fridays. Even though me being Puerto Rican, I don't eat meat on Good Friday. So, a lot of people don't work on Good Friday. Manufacturing shops don't work on Good Friday. I, fortunately, for the last few years, my place of work worked on Good Friday. Not this year. Last day I'll be able to take that day off and not work Good Friday. Those are things that we want to talk about. Do you work on a holiday? Do you? And if you do, do you really want to use that day off? Like I did. I took that day off last year and I just was happy about it. Happy to take the day off and take some time off. Take a day off. And I did. So that's the one part about it. Things to talk about like that. I'm going to try to get another person in here, which means I got to improve this equipment that I have, which has been good. I got to improve the um, this um, equipment that I have. It's, it's, it's good equipment. It helped me out a little when I was doing this podcast, and it's helped tremendously. But I got to improve on other aspects of the show. So when I hear... Myself being, saying, what can I do better? That's all I talk about. How can I do this better? And I'm, the wheels are turning in my brain. And I say to myself, what can I do better to improve this show? You know, not a Stephen A. Smith thing where he says, hey, Max, I'm not going to need you anymore. I want to debate with a lot of people. No. I'm talking about improving this show. 
And hopefully, you know, you can get up, pick out a few things, you know, get somebody here to, you know, I can have good, lively conversations with, like, um, like the, the mayor and M&T Bank. I could show you somebody else sitting across from me. Let's debate this. Let's debate that. Let's have good, honest conversations about the state of the city of Bridgeport. It should be debatable because because you don't want to hear mainly my voice. My voice is just one. I want to hear from people who want to be in the conversation. And I'm not talking about people in the know. I'm talking about people who you want to have a conversation with and say, hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the police chief's job. Let's talk about crime. Let's talk about the uh, whole fixing of the streets. That sort of thing. Because those are things that are important, not only to me, not only to anybody else, but to everybody. And when people get involved and people, you know, have their opinions and they want to express it, you want to hear that. You don't want to hear, you know, the same old guff from the same old people saying whatever they're going to say. But people have a good, honest opinion about things. Not an opinion that they should be rejected or scoffed at because they live here. They have an honest opinion and they should be heard. And what is wrong with people who have good, honest opinions on certain situations? They should be heard. They shouldn't be scoffed at or ignored. They're actually your constituents. So I'm going to try to do that. Hopefully. And I say hopefully I can do that. I just got to work some things out as far as the equipment is concerned. And then we'll go from there. If I were to do this, get another person to do what I do or do what I'm doing with them. It should be, it should be noted that it would be a lot of fun to do. Have another person across from me with an opinion, debating whomever. We'll have our fun. We'll, you know, chew the fat, so they say. And hopefully it's going to be, you know, fun. Because let's be honest about it. We could debate crime in Bridgeport all we want. Saying Hartford has 35 homicides. New Haven has 22. 22 of the 25 homicides were unsolved. 20 homicides in Bridgeport. Shoot them up at the OK Corral. But you look at Chicago, they have over 800 homicides in 2021. Those are things that we can debate. And those are things that we have to ask people and say, look, I don't know what you're talking about. You want a serious situation. You want to see guns. You're hearing bullets all day long. Live in Chicago. They have it tough. We have it a little easy because we have a system in place where actually things get resolved. 2,400 incidences of crime in Bridgeport. 2,400 and over 700 of them motor vehicle violations. It's not shoot them up at stealing. I think y'all should think about that for a moment when we said crime in Bridgeport. Yeah, that's crime in Bridgeport. So let's not scoff at any of it. Let's resolve it. Let's resolve it before we, me and you, be on the short end of it. So please, any suggestions that you run it by me, go to worldpress.com and look up Bridgeport's own podcast.
Yeah, that's Telly Savalas. Season 3, Episode 12 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast is in the books. We'll see you later. starts to kick you around and you find yourself flat on the ground but it's a sure one to five there'll be someone to jive you and try to keep bringing you down now for a while you might take that abuse and convince yourself to stay loose but then one day he'll throw you away and say you're good but nobody's you but then I'll come your way turn your blackest night into day when you're needing it bad, cause of rough times you've had, I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna say, Who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? By now you ought to know. Who loves you, baby? Well, I can't always let it show. Who loves you, baby? By now you really ought to know. Who loves you, baby? Who loves you? This is one thing I don't wanna blow. Baby, baby. Won't you tell me? Tell me what I wanna know. Baby, baby, won't you tell me? Tell me what I wanna know. If you wake up one day feeling ugly, thinking you're 10 or 12 pounds overweight, but just know I don't care if there's gray in your hair. If there's hair at all, I think that's just great. Now this carnival life that we're riding Gives no one the room to start hiding So I don't want to hear that you've turned a deaf ear To my words and started backsliding Cause then I'll come your way Turn your blackest night into day When you're needing it bad Cause of rough times you've had I'm gonna look you straight in the eye, baby And I'm gonna say Who loves you, baby? By now you ought to know this is one thing I don't want to blow Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I want to know Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I want to know Baby, baby, won't you tell me Who loves you, baby, tell me what I want to know